multiply. But I want to deal with the responsibility, the call after the change, after the transformation. Why did God go through all that to save somebody like me? <laughs> what is God's intent? What is God's purpose? Since he did it, now what? Now what? I mean, he could have did it, then took us home. But since he didn't, what is he up to? And what is he expecting? Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18. Give me a little bit more juice so I can hear myself. Thank you. Media ministry. I'm reading out of the, make sure I got myself hooked up right. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation because of the way it reads. Starting at verse 18, and it reads as such, it would be on the screen before you. And it reads as such in our hearing. And all this is a gift from God. All what? The change, the transformation is not of ourselves. It is a, say it with me, gift from God. Who brought us or brought us back to himself through Christ. Hallelujah. And God has given us the task, the responsibility, the calling of reconciling people to him. Since you've been reconciled, you now need to go show others that they can be reconciled, brought back to him. For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting his people's sin against them. Got that? Look at somebody that said, I'm righteous now. God sees me as righteous now. He don't see my transgression. He don't see my sin. Because I'm reconciled through the blood of Jesus Christ. Let's, let's go on. Let's go on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. And he gave us this wonderful message. Say, tell somebody, I got a message and I got a testimony. Some of y'all didn't say that like you believe that. I got a message and I got a testimony. The message of reconciliation. And that means peace with God. So we are Christ's ambassadors. Yes, Hold on a second. I'm an ambassador. Do you know who I am? I, I am an ambassador for God. Y'all still didn't say that like y'all meant it. Watch this. God is making his appeal through us. Listen, God is working through you to make his appeal the people around you. Listen, not us doing it, it's God. Like God was in Christ, now God is in you so that people can see Christ and want what you got. I'm really preaching already, but... 
We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sins so that we can be made right with God through Christ. Somebody need to say hallelujah. hallelujah. I've been made right with God through Christ. Hallelujah. Father, even now, move Tracy out of the way and allow the power of your Holy Spirit to preach through me. Lord, increase the anointing. Do it on a level that it becomes evident that it's you. Lord, say what you want to say. Lord, do what you want to do. Get me out of your way that you may speak to us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. More and more, I'm beginning to realize that we don't have a clue who we really are. <laughs> if we ever got a glimpse of what God not only has done, but then he positioned us to do the work that he has for us to do. Listen, watch this, watch this, watch this. Satan is not our biggest hindrance. And I say that almost every week. But our own thinking. Because we cannot elevate in the things of God, in the things of the spirit, any higher than what we believe. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me try to make something clear. When you accepted Jesus Christ, that was just the beginning of your journey. That was not the end of your journey. And the reason I say that is God has always been a God of purpose and intent. It would not make sense for God to save you and leave you here unless he had a bigger plan with your name on it. And many of us have not tapped into the journey of where he's taking us, what he wants to do, the power, the assignment, because after we got saved, we kind of... Most of the preaching I do on Sunday is not the non-believers, it is equipping believers to become who God has called us to be. But unless there is a snatching it, getting it, I mean, breaking your way through. Ah. Let me tell you, I, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Watch this, watch this. One of the reasons I sit up and say, I said, okay, you, you, come on, pray. Because most of us, when we come in here, we're not walking in the spirit. We're walking in the flesh. Many of us then came in here with an attitude. Kids wasn't acting right. Car was, you know, Satan intentionally set you up so you would not be in the right position to receive what he had for you this morning. And the only way to shake off what you've been through all week, what happened yesterday, what happened this morning, the only way that you can get in this presence is to pray your way into it. Sitting there watching the choir sing is not you praising. There is a reason why you, he said, come.
to my presence with thanksgiving. He said, you start in the outer court. You start on the outside. You haven't gotten to the holies of holies, but before you get to the holy holies, you got to start saying, you got to open up your mouth and begin to pray the, the stuff. This is spiritual food. But, but if I'm carnal-minded, I can't receive what he has for me. And the way we position ourselves, on Sunday morning, I get up early to get in position. This morning, I was here about 4.30. Positioning myself so that when you step in, I am in the spirit because I got to work my, I, I did a funeral yesterday, went home, changed clothes, did a wedding yesterday, didn't get much sleep, had a crap last night. One o'clock in the morning, I'm walking around. Because I did not take the time to hydrate myself from all the running I was doing. So a crowd hit me last night about 1 o'clock. It's bad when you halfway sleep and something hits you. I, matter of fact, I didn't sit up. I jumped up out of bed. anointing, how much power I have when I bring it. Okay, what happened to you? Because unless you understand that there's a spiritual context and dimension to what is happening, we're just having church, never being touched, never experiencing Never getting in the supernatural, and the supernatural is right here, and it doesn't profit us because we don't have a clue what is really happening. Listen, listen, Satan can't take your light, but he's sure going to try to dim it. And as long as our light is dim, you can't, you are ineffective. Listen, you can be doing the right thing, but no power in doing it. Because, listen, don't nobody want to meet you. They're supposed to be meeting the Christ in us. Because, because, because if Christ's not doing it, it's, it, it's not, it's not. It's not spiritual food. That's right. That's right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, I said we are ambassadors. That's something that you got to say over and over again. And the reason why I say you got to say it over and over again, because because most of you will be what you say most to yourself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. If you think negative most of the time, do you know what aura you are carrying? It's spiritual influence. See, our thinking taps us into either the spirit of God or it opens up to the spirit of Satan. Your thinking, listen, scripture, when it says life and death is in the power of the tongue, you know where it begins with? Our own lives. Life, spiritual life. I'm either tapping into the spiritual life by what I say, or I'm tapping into negativity by what I say. And listen, negativity kills your spirit. 
It kills the power of your spirit. It grieves the Holy Spirit, which now I have no power. But wait a minute. God has called us to be ambassadors. Do you know what an ambassador is? Give me the, the dictionary uh, definition of ambassador. But while he's getting it, it says this. An ambassador is a highest ranking official. Did you, did you hear what I said? Not a high ranking. The highest. There's nobody higher. He's a diplomat that has been sent from another kingdom to represent their kingdom. And watch this. And you come with full authority. Otis, I got a secret to tell you. You have diplomatic immunity. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Yes. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I said, do y'all know what that means? That even though he's in my country, my laws and edict can't stick on him. That's right. Oh, y'all need to hear me. Y'all need to hear me. That, that because he got diplomatic immunity, because he's not of my kingdom and his kingdom, and there's people that would do wrong who got diplomatic immunity, and when they go to the rest of the diplomatic immunity, you want to see my papers? And they get away with doing wrong. Now, now for us, spiritually speaking, what that means is Justin's not saved, but he's saved. Satan can't do to him what he does to him. You know why? He got diplomatic immunity. But wait a minute. Stop right there. Do you know what he has to do? Show his papers. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Hold on. If he don't know what he has, he can't show me what he got. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So now, even though I know I really don't have authority, I can treat him the way I want to because he don't know I don't have the authority to do it. You know what Satan is betting on? And the truth of the matter is, none of us know the full account, but most of us don't know nothing. So we allow Satan to come in and run havoc in our thinking, in our attitudes, and he has no right. Because we don't know who we are. Listen, I can't stop what's happening around me, but I don't have to let what happened around me to take away my peace and my joy. I know who I am. If I keep my mind on Jesus, he said, because you're mine, I will keep you in perfect peace. As a matter of fact, even though you are mine, if you are about my business, nothing can happen to you until I let it happen. Guess what the battle is? Three Hebrew boys, come here. Why do y'all bow down? We're not governed by the king's edict. But wait a minute, you're threatened by fire. But my God is able. And even if he don't, we still cover. Because absent from the body is present with the Lord. So the king ties you up. He said, now bow down. No, because we're not controlled by your edict. There's another king that is over your kingdom. 
and we're not of your kingdom. We're of his kingdom. And even though you can throw everybody else in the fire, if our God chooses to, he can keep us in the fire. But even if he doesn't, he is worthy to be praised. They are praising, talking about the ability of their God before they see anything. Hold on. That's faith. Hebrew chapter 11 and 6 says, it's impossible to please God. Listen, you can come here all of your life, do your church thing, but if you're not walking in faith, God ain't pleased with you. It's not activity. It's faith. It's trusting God when you're in the mountain. Anybody can trust God on the mountaintop. I'm talking about when you go through what you go can you stand flat-footed where folks are watching you and you say, glory to his name? Listen, listen. The most powerful time to praise God is when you got trouble. Faith shows up when you don't feel like praising him. Because things ain't happening the way you want it to go. Can you now open up your mouth and praise him? Because that's when you're showing God, I trust you. Lord, I love you. I I don't feel like it because I know who you are. I believe Satan sets up situations. Otis said this the other day, and he was exactly right. The more God, the more purpose God has in your life, the more trouble you had in your childhood. Some of us are stuck on the path of our hurt. When your hurt ought to catapult you into what God has for you. Sat down and I was in counseling. And this person started telling me about their story and all of that. And I said, ooh-wee. And they said, how could you say ooh-wee? Because I see something. What you see. There's no way that God would have allowed you to go through that without preparing you for a great ministry. So what you going to do with what you went through? Why? God allowed, God is a God of purpose. God is a God of intent. Don't nothing happen unless he allowed it. If he allowed it, he worked it together for your good. So God would take the pain and bring beauty out of it. People got the most powerful ministry whose people have been through hell and back, but the hell gave them their ministry. You can't minister to me if you haven't been through nothing. Give me somebody who's been through something and they still praising God. They got joy. Give me somebody who got a story and a testimony and we can walk this together. Cause I, I know you know what you're talking about. What did the devil throw at you that he was trying to destroy you, but God meant it to make you because he got power in your future. Because your foundation of your past helps you to build a taller testimony to bless somebody else. Why I say that? God is always a God of purpose. He's a God of intent. It's his nature. He can't change that. It is who he, but watch this. I got to catch that. 
Hebrews chapter 4. He says to them, he says, he says, <coughs> the gospel will preach to them too. He said, he said, he said, have you entered into your rest? He talked to his children. Have you entered into your rest? Not everybody has entered into, and the rest is that you are resting in Jesus. You are resting in the blessing. You are allowing him to keep you. He is able to hold you. There's a supernatural. Now watch this. He says, he says, not all of you have entered in what's been provided for you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I have provided it, but you haven't. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He said, just like the children of Israel, who I already set the promise there up. Matter of fact, I told them I gave it to them. Matter of fact, it wasn't by their fighting that they was going to win it. He said, it was by my ability. All I wanted them to do was trust me. In spite of what they saw, I wanted them just to, if they would have just fought, I would have beat up their enemy. I would have killed them. I had already gave them the conviction notice. What we see becomes more real than God's word. What we feel becomes more real than God's word. You know, you know I, 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 I have to, I, I don't know about you, I got to fight sometimes. But when I get up, all the way through the day, Satan's going to hit you with everything under Sometimes, sometimes I, I gotta reverse what, what what Satan is calling me and call myself what God is calling me. I gotta catch my tongue not to say the negative and to say the positive. Positive. Verse as always. There's a battle going on, right? And if you can see the battle that I'm fighting, if you can see, and you can see. What's going on every day? I'm walking with a smile, but there's a battle going on in my mind. Even while I'm preaching, there's a battle going on in my mind. And I am determined that I'm going to say God's word. I'm going to sing God's word. I'm going to preach God's word. My brothers and sisters, that is what this is about. You fight your way through. You hold back the tears and say, the devil is a liar. That is not who I am. I know who I am. I'm a child of the king. The devil will remind you what you did, how you did it, who you did it with, what happened to you. He will remind you. But guess what? I can't control my thinking. Hell to the no. That's not who I am. I've been born again. I'm a child of God. My spirit, the devil couldn't touch. my body. He may have touched my experience. But my spirit, jump, 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 jump. I know I could trust Job. I know his faith would be intact. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Did you know that Job's battle was a battle of faith? Yes, it was. Children stuff, all of that. Hey, watch this. And fire came from heaven as though it was God doing it. He said, but wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Job has walked with me 
and been faithful up to this point. So there's, though there's nobody else on earth that knows me like he knows me, I'm going to set him aside. Because not only is his testimony an earthly testimony, catch this, it's a heavenly testimony. The devil don't believe you're going to hold on. The devil all the demons don't believe you're going to praise God in spite of And God is looking for a daughter or a son and both that no matter what the devil throws at them, they're going to praise God in you. They're looking for somebody that come hell or high water. Watch, watch, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. The devil said, I'm, I'm going to make him curse you to your face. I'm going to make Joe stand up to you, guy, and give you the what for. I'm not only going to take his faith, I'm going to use his lips that you made for praise. And I'm going to make him curse you to your face. God says, take his things, second time, touch his body, but don't touch his soul. When it says life, it's talking about spirit and soul. He says, that I got my hand around. I won't let you have. Because this is the essence of who they are. You can do everything else, but that, don't you dare. Because I still got purpose. So, 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 what happened to you is not you, because Satan couldn't touch who you are. Let me show you how, how, how devious Satan is. Satan's sitting, Job is sitting there. Come here, Job wife. Job, Job wife. Come here, come here, come here. Stand over, Job. I mean, you cry, you done lost everything too, and, 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 and you are consoling him. But, 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 but what's this? People will only stick with you for so long. And they're not walking on the same spiritual level you are. Don't expect mama, daddy, brother, or sister to be able to understand where you are if they're not there spiritually. The very folk that ought to be your encouragement would be the very folk that would discourage you because they are not there spiritually. You better have somebody that can touch and agree with you spiritually because Satan will use their mouth to get into your head. Hold on. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't understand something. How is it that she says the same thing Satan told God. She wasn't there for that conversation. But Satan said, the first God and die. Now hold on. Since Joe's not listening, he found somebody who is. God, 
and die. You guys hear me? You guys hear me good? Sometimes you got to turn away from those that you love the most because they are not speaking the things of God to you at that moment. As an ambassador, you are representing God not just on earth, but in heaven. There's a spiritual dimension. That's why these little ticky-tack things that we thought Satan is laughing at y'all. Laughing at us. Why? Because we are dimming the light where we're supposed to shine. And we just, we, we, we think it's small. We think it's, but wait a minute. The anointing is powerful. The light shines through heaven. And we think as long as we do it in church, we find. God just showed me something, I'm, and I'm gonna, then I'm going to let y'all go. Listen, I think I'm going to let y'all go. Samson is a Nazarite. There is a special anointing on a Nazarite. From birth, he's a Nazarite. He broke a whole lot of things that, that God just, he still had the anointing on him. But there was a covenant between him and God, and it was about his hair. Another right is not supposed to cut their head. That was the visible sign that when people saw him, they knew he was God's anointed special ambassador. Yes, sir. Y'all get me? Yes, sir. When he told the secret, and he looked like this. No. <laughs> when he stood up to shake himself, he went from this to that. Since you want to play games. Here he's strong. But here, when he shook himself, he didn't even realize he had lost his power. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, thank you both for y'all. Thank you. The covenant that we have with God is in our mouth. It's your praise. It's your thanksgiving. It's that, it's that, it's that you keep up. Watch your, watch your, watch your. Though he slay me, yet will I praise him. Doesn't matter what he does. Doesn't matter what life throws at me. All I got is my mouth. And regardless how low I go, I'm going to open up my mouth. I'm going to praise him. No matter what else happens, I'm going to praise my way through. And if, and if I can't open up my mouth, I'm going to lift up my hands. Because I realize that all I really got is what I say out of my mouth. I don't feel like it sometimes, but there's power in my mouth. You got to be able to speak life to yourself. I am a child of God. He does have purpose for me. I will survive. I will make it. 
Hallelujah! He does love me. I am a conqueror. He is my strong tower. He is my joy. He is my peace. What we don't realize is God is listening to our mouths. <laughs> he wanted to know, are you repeating what I'm saying about you? Are you repeating what somebody else says about you? You and I would never break the bondage that Satan has us in till we change our talk. Listen, it's my talk that got me. Why? Because if I talk it enough, it goes down to my heart. And as I thank it, so am I. Listen. If that works for God in the positive, don't it work for Satan in the negative? <laughs> and believe me, we all got a, a room full of negative stuff. We, you don't know what anybody been through. If you knew somebody's story, you, you'd be surprised that they're still alive. But the reason you made it is that the God wouldn't let the devil touch your soul. Been through too much stuff. But God had a purpose. And no matter what you've been through, God said, I can use. You got some money on you? Anybody got some money? I know Kenny got some money on it. I'll give it back. I was looking for more than a dollar. <laughs> but a dollar would do. Let's pretend like this is a hundred dollar bill. Use your imagination. You want it? Yes. You want this hundred dollar bill? Yes. Hold on. Five hundred dollar bill. You want it? A thousand dollar bill. You want it? A thousand dollar bill? Hold on. It's a. All I did was step on it. Did it change the value of it? Did it change you? <coughs> then those Satan stepped on you. Did it change your value? <laughs> Nothing he did. Nothing he said changed your value. You are what God says you are. You are. You are. Listen, you've been stepped on. You've been kicked. But if you're a million dollars, you're still a million dollars. You know what? I'm trying to change my mind. From what I've been through to who I am. Because I can't become what he's calling me to be till I change my mind about me. You're going to act out what you think you are. And it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks you are. It's what you think. Wait a minute. Somebody help me. 
You know why? I hear voices. Don't think I'm crazy yet. Because the truth of the matter is you hear voices too. It happened when Adam disobeyed. Now all of a sudden his brain become open to voices. How I know that? He's going to take the dollar. <laughs> How I know that? Because God said, who told you? I didn't tell you you were naked. And here they are, once enjoying fellowship with God, but they feel so bad about themselves. Hold on, hold on, what's this? There's nobody but Adam and Eve, and they're hiding from one another. <laughs> Their thoughts about themselves change. Do you understand what happened? They fell in their own thinking. They no longer saw themselves as the apple of God's eye. They no longer saw themselves in the glory of God. They know what changed was this. Here God comes in the cool day as normal. Instead of running to him, they ran from him. Why? Because they thinking change. Because somebody else is now speaking in their head. You know what the word does? The word says, you're a royal priesthood. You're a holy nation. You're my Purchase possession. Yes, you are elected. Yes, you are chosen. Yes, you are loved. Yes, you sit yes, in heavenly yes, places. Yes, You're more than a conqueror. Yes, I love you, and there's nothing that the devil can do about it. You are in my hand, and nobody can take you out of my hand. And the Bible speaks over and over again to you and I what God thinks about us, but do you say it to yourself? Do you believe it? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You have to be intentional about what you think. Huh? I heard somebody say I'm worth it. I heard somebody say, somebody got it. Somebody said, I'm worth it. Huh? What'd you say? Was that you? Stand up. Say that again. Huh? What you say? Huh? You worth it? You really believe that? You are so worth it. He died for you. He saw in you what you didn't see in yourself. And if you were the only person in the world, he would have died. Does anybody else think they worth it? Oh, no, you need to stand up on this one. Is there anybody else that you, you think you, huh? 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 Y'all really mean y'all worth it? Y'all really mean y'all worth it? Y'all really mean y'all worth it? Then you need to say I'm worth it. He died for me. He worth it. He rose for me. I'm worth it. Tell the person next to you, I'm worth it. I know I'm worth it. I'm going to act like I'm worth it. I'm going to praise God like I'm worth it. I'm going to worship him like I'm worth it. I'm worth it. I'm worth it. I'm worth it. No matter what happens, no matter what somebody says, no matter when you fall down, you get back up, 
because you, he would not have did what he did. That's right, that's right, that's right. Left heaven and died for us and became sin for us unless he knew. Unless he knew. You know what? You have to make a choice. You're going to believe God. Do you hear what I'm saying? In spite of what else comes at you, it is a declaration and a choice of no matter what, I'm going to trust God. God is smarter than me. God is wiser than me. God cannot lie. He knows what he's talking about. I might as well make up my mind. I choose to agree with my creator. He created me. So he knows what he created. And if he says I'm worth it, guess what? Now watch this. And after you say that, know what you need to do? Hallelujah. I'm worth it. Thank you, Jesus. 